Hello and welcome to I Spit On Your Grades, our results episode for our best vampire film. I am joined, as always, by Mercer. Bonsoir! And we are also joined by the birthday girl herself, Faye! Hola! Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you! That's as much as I'm giving you. That sounds like Nosferatu wishing me happy birthday or something. In Dracula. I was going to the go compare, dude. Uh-huh. I think your present the face should be that you just don't sing anymore. There we go. This has got a lovely singing voice. How dare you? <laughs> Saying that, he does. I've seen him smash Britney at the Sony Screams karaoke, so I do agree. Actually, you have got a, you've got a lovely singing voice for her, sir. I think this threesome needs to end for... <laughs> See you later, Chris. <laughs> don't worry, it'll, di- it'll disappear later on, don't worry, it's fine. So, what have we all been watching this week, boys and girls? Have we all been piling through the thousands and thousands of films on Shudder, or like usually? No, we've watched two. I want to know what Mercer's been watching first, because I've seen some questionable letterbox picks. First of all, I need to make a very public apology to Blade. Last week I said I wouldn't have got through Blade because it's boring. Well, I watched Blade and realised that it weren't Blade that I fell asleep through repeatedly. It was Blade 2, which is boring. Blade itself is decent enough. It's kick-ass. Dodgy effects, but... You know, so yes, I, oh Jesus! Oh, I've got a right list of films that I've been watching this <laughs> this week. So this week I've been I've been off work ill again. Um, so I've spent my days with Prime, Netflix, and sleeping on my sofa. So I've watched quite a lot this week. Can't go through them all. No, why don't why don't you give us your top three then, Mercer, that you've watched this week? Because that would be a fucking challenge. Because <laughs> I've watched just the night repeatedly. Um, I tried to stick with vampire themes. So I watched Blade and then I watched Vampire in Brooklyn. Um, wow. Which is a, an average film. I didn't, I didn't really understand what turn it was going for. I watched an awesome film called Unsurveillance or Dark Place. So it's got many, many names. Don't ever watch it. That's <laughs> all I can say. Don't ever watch it. Um, and I watched, I watched a film called Silent Retreat, everyone. Nah, don't ever watch it. But I'll tell you why not to watch it. Because, and I'm asked this question, why in films, when someone's on their own, do they read out a newspaper aloud? I don't know about you, but I don't sit in my house with any article or anything going... On the fifth day of the month, Charles Manson killed his mother. I just don't, because I'm reading. Is it supposed to be maybe in their heads, or are they actually physically saying it? She's physically saying it. Anyway, don't watch it. In fact, don't watch anything I've watched Okay. this week. Don't watch Diabolical. Don't watch Eaters. Don't watch Swinging Safari. Don't watch The Quake. Don't watch... Oh! Watch American Murder, The Family Next Door. I've watched it already. I got angry. Mm-hmm. Have we discussed this before? Anyhow, I feel like mm-hmm. we have. 
or maybe I've just told everyone mm. I got angry with that because oh it was oh, just the calmness and cockiness of him that he thought he was going to get away with something like that and to do that to your daughters as well I would just weren't I was furious by yeah. the end I was so furious I was really angry when the police were interviewing his girlfriend because mm. I don't know it felt a bit like it, everything she did felt like it was acted and over the top you know like when she was like oh and he didn't even tell me this and she was yeah. like that do not feel real she turned into Scooby-Doo Pretty much, I w- it, the interview made me expect that at the end of the show, it were going to say that she'd been part of it as well. I'm assuming so not. Yeah, I'm assuming not because they would have hold, like put her in jail otherwise. But yeah, secondary note. So I watched that, and then I also watched the Amanda Knox story on um, Netflix as well with the real Amanda Knox. That's that's what I can't get my head around. She were, she is American. She went to Italy to study. She lived with an English girl. She was there for a week. She met a boy. Yep. The English girl got murdered, uh, Meredith Kirchner. Uh, and then she got arrested, her and the boy. They got charged with murder because of evidence. And then they said the evidence wasn't right, so they got acquitted. And then the acquittal got question and they had to go to trial again um and it was just weird she, she's a weird person okay. not sure like when you watch it it's, it just feels again a bit off but yeah so other than them two things i've watched a lot of shit this week um i've not really watched a lot we've watched some stuff separately we've we watched twilight zone episode one day a new one which was really good um Caught up with Inside Number Nine, the last episode from the recent series, because it's my birthday, so why not? Um, but other than that, I watched Jumanji. <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. Because I was made to, I was forced to, but I really enjoyed it. It was actually really good. Who forced you to watch it? Tess and Finch. Your, your best friends. Mm-hmm. Saying, hashtag just say it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch Welcome to the Jungle. Unfortunately, I'd quite like to see it, but didn't see it. I did, however, what finally catch up with Ford versus Ferrari, Le Mans, which was it was okay. It wasn't everything I was hoping for from the trailer and the positive reviews I've heard for it. The relationship between Matt Damon as the former race car driver turned race car race program manager slash independent dude and Christian Bale's prickly pro driver aside which was really good it was too long it was the film weighs in about two and a half hours long could easily have lost 40 45 minutes from that well, I've not seen Le Mans because I was down here watching Welcome to the Jungle but I could hear it because over the sound of the rock shouting and running and Jack Black being all 16 year old girl whatever he's supposed to be all I could hear from upstairs were like race cars and then when I pretend when I finished pretending to be a car I put the film on <laughs> and that, that was just as bad so yeah that's what we've been watching we've, we also did watch something horror horror horror-esque mm-hmm. we watched Look Away with we had a, a nice Zoom call with Mitch Bain from Strong Language Violent Scenes 
the other night. That was a uh, that was an experience. It was an odd one. Just Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's basically about this girl who um she's clearly troubled or they make out like she's troubled and she discovers her reflection wants to get revenge on those who've harmed her so she lets her reflection out of the mirror but it, this this weird underlying i want sex with my dad vibe which just creeps me out um and a very unsatisfying ending yeah a dread truly truly dreadful ending don't yeah don't that's <laughs> no no daddy sex in it if that's what you're thinking that's not why it's just <laughs> I feel like sex with your dad would have a very unsatisfying <laughs> ending, ending, like when you realise what you've done. But yeah. it's got Mary Savino in it, though. That's the thing. The film, the film shot perfectly well. It's perfectly okay acting. It's just, it's just lacking. It's very much one of us could have probably came up with it given the budget. Yeah, but hey ho, can't win them all, eh? Or can you? No. You don't know? <laughs> the competition they're in, someone's been winning consistently for weeks there. So can you win them all? Well, let's see. Almost. Why don't we get some feedback from our voters and see what they... See if they seem to be swaying towards Faye winning it all again this week. We can. So, obviously, we've got the standard Twitter. Uh, well, that's where we put his vote. That's, you know... That's where we get most of his interaction when it comes to voting time. Um, Sandy Gotra um, came in saying this was hard, but Lost Boys just about won over Fright Night. She gasgled you there. She gasgled me. She gasgled you. Uh, she did go on to say all four are great films, though. So, you know, a bit of love for me and you there as well, Chris. Just a bit, though. At Darren underscore Gaskell, uh, voted for Byzantium. Um, he can't understand the lack of love for it. Beautifully, beautifully filmed, genuinely horrific in all the right places. And if that wasn't enough, Vampire Gemma Arterton. Mm. <laughs> whatever bakes you stick. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. Tickles your pickle. Mm-hmm. Whatever the sayings are. Uh, but uh, come in with it's from just till dawn, and anyone that disagrees is simply incorrect. Very strong opinion there. Correct opinion. John Walmsley said he can't remember enough about Fright Night to comment, but he agrees with he agrees that on the Last Boys, it's neither scary enough to be a horror, funny enough to be a comedy, or dramatic enough to be a drama. Oh. It's just a Stuff that happens. This this borrowed I mean, off this borrowed off into a whole thing in which also Wolvesley expresses hatred for gremlins. I do believe as well, or how <gasps> overrated gremlins is. Oh my god, what are you doing, John? Gremlins, it's a masterpiece. Well, um, the Blair Mitch Project, or it's got the Horizon came in with if from dusk till dawn wins. I swear to God. <laughs> don't know what he means by that, but he's um, he's posted some beautiful pictures there. Jennifer, no. Generally, yeah. drinking. So I guess he's he's just going to turn to alcohol. 
think that's pretty much it, actually. To be fair, um, there was there was a lot of conversations going on, like you said, where we kind of branched out and started. Well, we did branch out, but other people started talking about other films upsetting us. Um, someone on Instagram did comment saying they won't vote for any room, just near dark. You had the option, you had the chance to vote near dark, and near dark almost made it as that film that we would have been discussing. Mm-hmm. But you need to raise your voice in advance. You've got to speak and up, people. You've got to speak up. Exactly. And, and and that can completely change the outcome. I mean, I don't know if either of you have seen Near Dark. Yes. But I gave it away. I had a, like a special edition. <laughs> and they were like, this is pants. Um, but, you know, each to their own, isn't it? I happen to think it's a really good film, Near Dark. I would have quite liked the opportunity to revisit that. But I guess that's something I can do at my leisure. Exactly, yeah, there's no rules that say that you can't watch any films other than the ones that have been suggested. That's what we said before we started all this. We only watch these films together. Now we watch no other films in the world, ever. Despite what you just heard five minutes ago about all our watching... <laughs> we didn't watch all them, really. We we're picked, just lying. We picked them up from Letterbox Reviews. We just... <laughs> we read through, we see what other people we know have been watching, and we just take their views as our own. We just want to look... Like we know what we're doing. That's all. But thank you everyone for weighing in with your feedback. As always, it is very much appreciated. Yeah, and uh, just I reckon a big thanks for um, the new listeners. Uh, I've, been, I've been having a look at some data and I've seen that um, we've started, like people are starting to watch, the f- uh, watch, starting to listen back to the older episodes. So... Every, sing- every single episode we've published has been listened to again by somebody this week. Oh. So, everyone. So, obviously, we're, we're branching out a bit and uh, finally getting people to acknowledge that we exist. <laughs> I know. It's been shit. Every time I go in the shop, can't get served. They're like, you don't exist. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, you know... But that's life in it. But no, yeah. So thank you. So thank you for everyone who's been listening, and thank you for the the new listens, because um, we really appreciate it. Because you know we want people to listen to our dulcet tones. <laughs> Speaking of dulcet tones, I thought today, as it was my birthday, I should get a pass from singing one star review, and I would say fight it out amongst yourselves who should do it in my place but as you're quite ill Mercer I think it should fall on Chris that's fine unless you would like to no I agree I think Chris should do it and I think it should be in the style of Whistletone Mariah Carey I have no idea what that is (laughs) is that which gets really high like yeah we're not going to subject people to that since since it's Faye's birthday, we'll, we'll take a staple that's out in the public domain so we're not going to get sued because they have a fight with using them. Happy, happy birthday to you. And it goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to incorporate, I'm, I'm going to do everything. Happy birthday and five-star reviews. So here we go. Don't look at me while you do it, though, because that's embarrassing. So I'm just going to look away. Make sure that five-star review is a one-star review. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm just going to look Mercer in the eyes instead and sing lovingly into his face since Faye doesn't want to be look, <coughs> looking at me during this. 
Happy birthday to you. Your film, it was poo. It left me scarred mentally. So I left a one-star review. That was beautiful, beautiful. Thank you very well much. If you're not careful, Chris, you might have to do it every week. No, one. Um, no, I have to wear my spotlight. <laughs> One-star reviews. Who's going first, then? I will, I will weigh in first for you, straight off the bat. See, he's got his pipes all warmed up. I have, exactly, so I may well roll straight through this. Okay, so, from J underscore Gumbel... Did you ever want to demand your money back from the video store? This isn't like the start of an advert. Unsure <laughs> <laughs> if you can claim compensation. Calling this film awful would offend the producers and directors of movies that were merely awful. This was one of four movies I was forced to turn off before finishing. A note to the director, trash is something you throw away. You don't make it on purpose. Right, I'm an issue here immediately. Because... Toy Story 4 wouldn't exist if that were the case. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, trash, yeah, sorry. You're quite right. But you do make trash on purpose. People deliberately make trash. Yes. That is what goes in the bin after you use the product. You're quite right. So, yeah. A little an annoyance, but there we go. There was no there was no premise. Well, there is. It's called a plot. No justification. No plot. And little of anything resembling acting. If you enjoy watching a great deal of blood spurting, listening to screaming and watching mayhem, this is the show for you. I'm, I'm absolutely... He has left this on the actual review for Dust Till Dawn. And to be fair, it's from 2004. It does sound like he's reviewing the show. But as for me, I feel like I was raped by my video store. It's a crying shame that QT had to shove this film out way after the successes of Pulp Fiction. I'll have to lick the wound for a while before I take another chance on one of his films. It does sound like he's saying QT for Quentin Tarantino, though. It sounds like he's calling him a cutie. Cutie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying about licking his wound. <laughs> Jay Gum underscore Gumball. Look, we don't know Quentin. We can't get a message to him. We're not passing notes in class. So if you do, if you love Quentin, and we all do, not in the way that you clearly love him, and he should be afraid of that, but just just write him. He might write back, you never know, this could be the start of the greatest love story ever told. It's the review equivalent of pulling somebody's hair. That's what this guy's doing. Yeah. Just, mm. he'll, be, he'll be hanging around just to bump into him outside the uh, store next. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be the next one. Okay. So... My one-star review for Byzantium came from Don Flush. Don't Flush? Don Flush, which I think <laughs> translate Don Flush because it reminds me of how I would sing the Cheeky Girls, which is Don Be Shy. Don Be Shy, touch Don. my bum. Is he, is he like... Is he, is he one sheet's brother? Is it <laughs> <laughs> one sheet and Don Flush? But yeah, so Don Flush um, wrote a lovely little one-star review. It's entitled, in something incorrect, Satanic B-Mover. Okay. What was I thinking? 
this movie was nothing but debauchery and violence. It's suited for the mentally disturbed. IFC Films is surely working hard trying to sell satanic ritual murder to the masses. Why not? Everyone else is doing it. Soon we will all be able to watch snuff films on cable. On cable, how old is this? Mm -hmm. Um, They call it progress. Forget about plots and characters. Just scenes after scenes of nudity, rape, murder, blood rituals. The nastier, the better. It's just a big reality show about what the things you do in hell. Okay, someone might say Cabin in the Woods was worse, which I agree. Wanker. Not me. But this is one hell of a boring and pointless flick and gore and blood to endure on top. Might be more fun to stare at a bird pooping and more wholesome. Um. What film was he watching? I was to say, is he re- I think we reviewed the right film. What film was he watching? Where was the where was the scenes of like Where's all the, the scenes of and rape and blood rituals? What blood ritual? Did I miss blood ritual? Oh, in the in the waterfall, that's the blood ritual. I've seen more gore in Peppa Pig than I have in Byzantium. Yeah, I've seen more gore in a bird pooping. I mean, that's vile. Have you seen it? Bits. I don't know, and maybe it's because we are mentally disturbed, um, as he pointed out, or they pointed out. I'm assuming it's a man because of Don Flush, because I imagine only men would not flush. They want to call us mentally disturbed, yet he's the one who likes to watch birds shitting. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, scenes after scenes, scenes no. after scenes of new and rape and murder. There's barely any nudity in it. What? There's barely any nudity in it. I don't think there's any nudity in it. Strip club, I think. In the strip strip club, club, that's about it, I think. I don't know. I don't think he watched Byzantium. No, I don't think he did. Did he read it? Did he watch From Dust Till Dawn? (laughs) (laughs) He's everything just mixed up. (laughs) Possibly. But yeah, thank you for that, Don Flush. I appreciate your review of my pick. Tell one sheet we love his work. Before I move into mine, um, I will say there were only two one-star reviews for Fright Night, and both quite recent, which I was surprised at. One from 2019, one from 2020. Me and Chris. You bastards. This is entirely... I don't know who it's by. Oh, I do. Sorry. My apologies. This is by Andrea Laquenzi. Andrea Laquenzi. Andrea Andrea writes, a truly revolting horror movie. Forget about being eaten alive by some rabid dog in a Los Angeles sewer used exclusively by ugly, sick, older women with a couple of STDs. This is way worse. Fright Night is truly revolting. Any dog you have ever owned could have written a better script and, most importantly, blow the Fright Night's actors more like casual passers-by, devoid of any acting talent whatsoever, into the middle of next week. This is arguably the single most horrible movie of all time in any category. Vampires have surely never, ever sucked this much. Vampires here call you on the phone, eat fruit, and have utterly disgusting dress codes. The music score is a cacophony. 
Is that how you pronounce that? Cacophony. Cacophony, my apologies. This movie is so bad, I'd sooner eat the TV than watch it all. If you watch this movie for more than 20 minutes straight under a full moon, full moon you'll turn into a Democrat. Now that's a scary thought. Count Grandpa from The Monsters sucks big time, but not as much as this vampire. Do never even attempt to watch this, no matter what. I mean, I don't want to say drugs were involved in this review, but I'm guessing a lot of drugs were involved. What was the deal with the, the dog situation at the start? Two ST. I'm still trying that. Two STD riddled women using a dog. I don't know what that could be. My mind's going to It Follows for some reason, but it definitely isn't It Follows, is it? I think they're just saying they'd rather have they'd rather have a dog rip them apart. No, it sounds too specific. It's either something that's happened to them, something that's happened in the media, or they're referring to a film. I don't know which one, but it, it's not just a pluck out of the air sentiment. It feels like it could be, though, because then to continue on with a dog could write a better film and act better almost feels like they were just picking something maybe as they were typing the dog kept coming up and licking them or something oh a dog and they just you know Darren Brown themselves and subconsciously put dogs in there <laughs> are you ready you think this, this that was bad are you ready for the most condescending finishing line ever in a review? Because I have our one star review for the Lost Boys, and you think you're angry now. Listeners, wait, wait for this. This is going to be a. If you want, turn down your volume because there'll be people will be loud by the time we get to the end of this. Hit me with your pet shark. I'll hit you with my pet shark. Right, so this is from Sulu underscore 99. If you think this is a good vampire movie, uh, what are you comparing it? The Lost Boys can be more lame. It's only redeeming qualities. Jamie Gertz and the genius are putting the two Corys in the same movie. Remember, this was done by the WizKid director that made Batman and Robin. And we all know what a pillar of movie magic that flick turned out to be. Yeah. For a real vampire flick, check out either Nosferatu and Shadow of the Vampire, for good measure. Or take a look at Carl Dreyer's Vampire, their trown death Alan Gray. Don't worry, there's little dialogue. So you won't have to worry your puny head with reading the foreign words. <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> and he also said Shadow of the Vampire, which is uh, kind of a comedy film, I'd say, more than a vampire film. But nonetheless. Was, so did he just attack everyone who watched who watch Lost Boys? Yeah, he's basically... If that's like, look, if you like Lost Boys, try watching a real vampire film. If you t- don't worry, there's no reading, so your stupid heads can comprehend the film. Oh, what a bastard! <laughs> what an absolute fucking gatekeeping bell end. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you stunned me. <laughs> <laughs> I know they said we would get loud. I'm stumped. I'm lost for advice. Like, why the attack on us? personal attack on us but by the attack on people who watch the film I mean everyone does it like you know we've all had you must be stupid for watching it or whatever but what you've got to understand is he's not like other horror watchers he's different he watches real horror films intellectual horror Mm. films Um, as an FYI I have never seen Vampire but I have seen Nosferatu Mm. um 
But which version is he on about? Oh, it's got to be the original, surely. He'll have watched no, the original. No, Anyone who likes anything other than the original is puny-headed. He's clearly seen the 1897 Ethiopian cut that was embroidered on pap- papaya that's only broadcast once every 15 years into a uh, cave in the Amazon. He that, was there that for that version, screening. That version. I mean, his intentions are nice, you know, because I, I would also recommend... Well, I don't like interview. No, Shadow of the Vampire. Which one was it? Shadow. 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 What? You hated Sh- Shadow of a Vampire was the film you went to see without me, knowing I wanted to see it because Eddie Izzard was in it. Do you remember that? 1999, I remember that. I do remember that, yeah. And it was around your birthday time as well. It was. It was on my birthday. And you went, fuck you, fear. You're not coming to Shadow of a Vampire. I'm going to go. You went to the showroom, didn't you? I'm going to go to the showroom and see it, and you can work in Chubbies. Serving up chips and burgers, you bitch. That's exactly how it went. I don't want to revisit this painful memory right now, Mercer. It's my birthday. Don't ruin it like you did that one. <gasps> I wonder if uh, your birthday is going to be ruined when we find out who's won. Let's find out. Let's see, shall we? Mercer, Faye, I spit. <laughs> On your grades. <laughs> First win in ages. Well done. <laughs> You've won Chris, but at what cost? What a sad little life, Chris. <laughs> I hope you take this win and use it for some lessons in decorum. Because right now, you've got the decorum of a reversing dump truck with no tyres on. Me and the dude are going to win what? Me and the dude are reviewing The Lost Boys. We're going to go and watch Ethiopian Horror. <laughs> I don't know why Ethiopian... There may be some really good Ethiopian horror. I have no idea. I don't know why it always the first country that occurs to me. Do you mean the first country you take the piss out of when you... It's just a country that I think of being far away and not doing horror. Okay. It is interesting that you pick Ethiopia. Uh, but I get it. So well done, Chris. Thank you very much. So how did how did all the other films fare then, Mercer? Let's fill everyone in on oh. that for second, third and fourth place. Oh, well, I feel a little... Well, I feel a little bad dishing this news out. Um, Just do it. In, in last place, um, with a grade of D, was Fright Night. Um, happy birthday, fair. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, just just in front of Fright Night, also coming in with a D, was Byzantium. Um, and then the Lost Boys... Obviously came in second. It graded as a B. Well done, public. You tend to pick films that do quite well sometimes. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, smashing it this week. Graded it with an A. From Dust Till Dawn, obviously. Uh, and it weren't even a close. 
like first and second place. Like yeah. you smashed it. It's a great film. We it can is. all agree. We yeah. all loved it. Mm-hmm. We do. We did all of it. Some of us loved it more than others, obviously. Uh, but yeah, it's a good film. It, it's. Um, I think it might cause some controversy when this is out. Um, I'm not a hundred percent convinced. Even though it did really well with the public vote, I'm still not a hundred percent convinced. People think that it was the best. And I know they all think it was Byzantium, <laughs> but they just earth to 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 share that opinion this time. No, I think I think people um, will still be a bit like mm, a bit shocked just till door one, even though it won the public vote. I do, I don't agree. But, I, th- I think we when we picked our picks the other week, I think in my head it was always going to be between Dust Till Dawn and Lost Boys because I, I consider them to be held not only held in high regard in a horror community but also really, really, really good films. So, See, and I think From Dust Till Dawn is a really, really, really good film. Um, and of the Taken Away Byzantium of the other three, it's my favourite of them. Um, but there's something I thought nostalgia would win, and legitimately I thought it'd be Lost Boys or Fright Night. I thought I thought people loved Fright Night. Apparently, not. I mean it had, it had a bloody remake. The only remake films people love, <laughs> don't then? No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I was I was pretty like. I thought it would go one of them ways. Well, I'm I'm very happy, obviously, with the win. Enjoyed all of them, even, even Byzantium, which I weren't looking forward to when you picked the original Versa. There were still things in there that I thoroughly enjoyed as well. So I enjoyed all four of our picks this week. Let us know how you thought of our winner and if you feel in the same way as Mercer that somehow... The other films may have been robbed while everyone voted and loved from dust till dawn. You can let us know via any one of the usual ways. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SpitGrades, where I spit on your grades on Facebook. You can also email us at electricpossums at gmail.com. And please, as well, rate, review and subscribe. I hope very much they will all do. Because this week is thankfully through everything that's going on and looked like it could be disaster and whether it would go ahead at all Rob, Polly and the team have managed to pull together celluloid screens this weekend at the showroom cinema in Sheffield spectacular cinema, we love the showroom so we will be there all this weekend we will be back next week with our review show from the weekend's festivities you can see our instant reaction on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be posting some reaction vids and tweets and bits and pieces from there. And if you are going to celluloid, then please stay safe. If you see us outside and you want to wave to us from a socially safe distance, then please let us know. We want to, we really want to know who these people are who are listening and exactly how mentally disturbed you may be. And... 
if you want to send us a sandwich, <laughs> then you can. Because I know I'm going to be hungry. Just throwing that out there. There you go. So, hopefully, if you're there, we'll see you there. If not, we shall see you all next week with our review show. So, thank you, Mercer. Oh, thank you. Thank no, you. thank you. Thank you, Faye. I guess. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.